Hi, I'm Amanda. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of the Best Life Moms Club and hosts of That Pregnancy Podcast. We are two moms with a bunch of kids under the age of three. Five to be exact. And we know firsthand how hard it is to be a mom. So we're talking about all the topics that no one ever talked to us about. And not only is it hard being a mom, but it can be lonely and isolating, which is another reason why we're here to help moms like you know that you're not alone. Now, it's important to know that we are not doctors or medical professionals in any way. So always talk to your doctor or healthcare provider with any questions or concerns about your health or the health of your baby. We are moms sharing our lived experience and talking about all things pregnancy and life as a mom. So let's have a chat. Hello and welcome to That Pregnancy Podcast. This episode, our first episode ever, is on gender disappointment. I had such a struggle with gender disappointment and I actually thought I had lost my mind as I went through it. Even now, up talking about it years later, I feel embarrassed and ashamed that I ever felt this way. But we recorded this because we want to be open and honest with you about our experiences so that when you go through similar experiences, you know that you're not alone and that other women face the same issues. Unfortunately, nobody talks about gender disappointment, yet it is so very common. But we need to talk about it to let other women know that your thoughts and feelings are valid and that you will work through this and everything will be all right. Speaking of working through gender disappointment, if you go to our website, bestlifemomsclub.com, you'll find a free worksheet that we created with help from my mom, Sherry Maxwell, who is a psychotherapist. This will help give you a start on your road to recovery from overcoming gender disappointment, although you still may need to speak to a therapist about this. I hope this episode really helps you process everything and gives you the hope that things might not always be the way you thought they would be, but that they do turn out better in the end. So this episode, we're going to be talking about gender disappointment. We'll, yes. we'll start off with something light. <laughs> so this is something that nobody ever talks about. And I didn't even know it existed until I experienced it myself. Yeah. And when you told um, me about it, I had no idea. And I've seen it in other groups since I experienced it with other women asking, like, has anyone been disappointed that they're getting one gender and not another? So when we were coming up with podcast topics, obviously this one was a biggie for me because uh, I don't know sometimes I think in life we have these expectations and for me I always thought that I was going to have a girl so then when I found out I was pregnant with the twins I thought actually at first I thought both of them were girls and then I thought it was a girl and a boy and then obviously I found out I was having two boys and I will side note this that I absolutely love my boys and I love being a mom of boys and I would never ever change either one of them for anything in this world. So we'll go backwards a little bit now that I've yeah. Slow, put yeah. a little disclaimer in that everything turns out really well. Yeah, uh, but slow down. Like, so you had it in your mindset of you were having two girls when you found out you were having twins. You were like, I'm going to have two was, girls. It's two girls, right? And I think part of that comes from the fact that I have a sister. So it, it was always two girls. So then then when I was pregnant, then I was like, oh, I think it's a boy and a girl. And then I went for 
the ultrasounds to find out what the gender was. Keith was working at the time. I don't even know where he was. He wasn't, he was not there for it. I brought two cards. I had her put them in envelopes. And then uh, one envelope was to give a baker because we were doing a gender reveal for our family. The other one was for us. We were going out for dinner. So we went to the mill, which is where we had our wedding reception. And I told the waiter that in the card was the, the gender of our babies. And I gave these little cupcake picks. So I had, it's a girl and it's a boy. So if it was a boy and a girl, it would have, it's a girl and it's a boy. If it was two girls, it would have, it's a girl. And then if it was two boys, it would have, it's a boy. Right. So Keith and I I go through this meal and we have a lovely dinner and then dessert comes around. And I'm going to pause you there because you must have been dying through dinner just been like oh dinner, okay. just give me my dessert I just want to know my dessert <laughs> we kept going what do you think it is and I kept going I think it's a girl and a boy I think it's a girl and a boy when the desserts came out so we had our eyes closed and then they brought the desserts out <laughs> and both of the desserts said it's a boy and I I was like oh my gosh it's a boy and, and this is being videoed so we actually have video footage of this oh and then as soon as the camera clicks off <laughs> I start bursting into tears. <laughs> oh okay, so let's also just put a pause on this because you burst into tears at a restaurant, which in our town is probably <laughs> one of the nicest restaurants in town. Oh and, yeah, definitely one of the nicest ones. Yeah, and you're sitting and I'm there just <laughs> with all these desserts that say it's a boy, and I'm sitting there just bawling my eyes out. Oh, and I probably cried for at least five minutes. <laughs> and there's this family that was leaving and they had a they had a son and the woman came over and she's like, Oh my gosh, congratulations. <laughs> I think everyone thought I was crying because I was so happy. <laughs> you know, I was crying. And Keith is going, Oh my gosh. He's like he could not finish his dessert fast enough and get me out of that restaurant. We kind of laugh about it now, but at the time it was not funny. So we went home and I was like, I was so upset. I just went to bed. I was so depressed. So I was like, okay, I'm I'm going to bed. (laughs) And Keith at this point is like, oh, like he's completely bummed out. He's excited that he's having two boys. Yeah. (laughs) Completely bummed out that his wife had this like terrible reaction to it. So then it was so bad that in the morning, Keith says, I think you need to tell your mom. Um, Let's tell your mom because your mom is what? Oh, my mom is a therapist, but she's also, my mom and I are very close. Yeah. So Keith thought I should tell my mom. So I called my mom and I I told her and she was like, she's like, that's great. She's like, I know it wasn't what you wanted, but it's going to be okay. And blah, blah, blah. And it, I couldn't really shake it. Like I had to tell my dad because I see my parents all the time. That morning, mom and I had gone for a walk and we talked about it and stuff. And then I saw my dad afterwards and mom's like, well, I think you, you have to tell him. So I told him and my dad who had two girls, keep in mind, was like, he was like, oh my gosh. Like he was like so excited that he was going to have two grandsons. He's like, he's like, it's going to be wonderful. And he was saying all this stuff and and um, so their reactions were like, oh my goodness, like it's going to be great, right? But I was going, oh my gosh. So in my head, I, I thought that if you had 
sons that they would just leave you one day. Like they would get sucked in by some woman and just leave you. This is what was going on in my head. And then I realized that family is kind of what you decide it's going to be. So like if you want to create a close knit family, you have to put the effort in to make it a close knit family. And at some point when the kids are older, they're going to have to choose what their relationship is like with you. You can say, this is what I would like. And you can start to foster that as they're growing up. But at some point they have to decide too. So I ended up getting over my, my little mini depression there Mm -hmm. um, where I had completely lost my mind. I actually thought maybe we should put them up for adoption. No, you did not. I did. I did. And then I'm, and then I'm going, Oh my gosh. I'm like, why am I thinking this? Like I knew it was a big problem when I was like, maybe we should start over again so we can have a girl. Like it was, wow. That is terrible. I had no idea that, that it was like that. It yeah, was that bad. thought process. Yeah. So once I hit that, I was like, okay, how am I going to get myself out of this? Because that is not, not a good thought. So I decided I was going to go out and I was going to buy the boys something. So I went out and I'm going to probably start crying here. Went to Carter's and I bought them this uh, onesie that said, I, I love my mom. And, um, after after that, it was uh, things picked up, and then I kind of thought, okay, I got to get myself into boy mom mode, right? So then I started looking at like boy toys and like things that we could do with the boys, and that's how I kind of got myself out of it. Every day was like one day, but I stopped thinking about having a girl completely, and I started to like embrace became becoming a boy mom, and so. It, pro- it took a couple weeks for me to really get over it and start to get excited about having them again. But it was like one day at a time, one step at a time. And it, it took that conscious thought of loving these little children and deciding what type of mom I wanted to be and, and uh, what kind of family we wanted to create. So since then, of course, we had the boys and they're amazing. And Keith and I kind of laugh about it now, but it was no laughing matter at the time. And I actually, I feel completely embarrassed that I ever felt these things. Okay. Um, So I want to stop you there because that's a huge keyword is that you feel embarrassed. So when you, when we started talking about the podcast and wanting to do this podcast, I was like, okay. And gender disappointment was one of the topics that we wanted to talk about in our first wave of the podcast. So Mm -hmm. I did a little research and I was looking into like, what is gender disappointment? And I just wanted to see how common it is. And I have to say, like, there is no one talking about this at all. And I will also say that like, I know that you had it and that this was your thinking and you went through gender disappointment. But I also worked with another woman who went through it as well to the point where she was having a boy. Like she was thinking that I'm going to have a boy, I'm having a boy. And then she went to her ultrasound to find out about the gender. And Mm -hmm. the next day at school, She had planned and said, okay, I'm going to wear my blue to show everybody that it's a boy. The next day she came in, she was dressed head to toe in black. Like that's how. So I had never even heard of this. And then all of a sudden you said that, and then I met someone else who had it. 
And just by doing a quick gender disappointment Google search, there are a couple of articles from like parents.com that comes up from like 2013. But everything else, there's nothing else that talks about this. And I think one of the biggest pieces to coming over and getting over something like this is talking about it. Because not only are you going to, like mom guilt is bad enough as it is, but Mm -hmm. add on top of it, like you feel if you're struggling with this gender disappointment, like that guilt must be crazy and feel so embarrassed that you're feeling it, but you need to be able to let it out so that you can move past it. Cause if you're holding on to it, it's going to, it's going to suck you in and it's going to focus yeah. you to focus on it. Like that's hard. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why you need, that's why I decided I needed to be conscious of letting go of the whole, I want a girl thing. And then completely embracing the I'm having a boy thing. And that included like me getting their room ready. Like I, after that, I started to decorate the nursery, right? And I started to buy all this boy stuff. And, and that's how I turned it around to embrace that. But it, it's terrible. And, you know, I was kind of glad that I was prepared for it. Because we weren't going to, if we had one baby, we wouldn't have found out the sex. But because we had two, we decided we were going to find out because we need to be a little bit more prepared. Now, fast forward two years when we were having another baby we decided after the twins that our family didn't feel complete and it had nothing to do with gender it just there felt like there was somebody missing and so when we had Caroline we didn't find out the sex because I had embraced being a boy mom and I love being a boy mom so much that if I had another boy it didn't matter so we didn't find out till she was born. And I actually thought she was going to be a boy. And in my head, I had, I was like, oh yeah, we're going to do these with the boys. And then the, the little boy will get the stuff passed down from the brothers. And then it, it turned out it was a girl. And I, I wasn't as excited about having a girl as I thought I would be because I was so in love with these little boys. Mm-hmm. So I think for any mom experiencing the gender disappointment, the best way to do it is to, you know, take it day by day and really try to get into the mindset of being a mom of the gender that you're going to be the mom of and knowing that you're not alone in this. Like there are other women that do it and, um, you know, everyone pulls themselves out of it somehow it is very real and it totally sucks and it's really hard when you're going through it, but you will get through it. Um, just take it one day at a time. I think too, one thing is like to think about what could be causing that disappointment, right? Because there's a couple of different things. One thing could be like you came up, you acknowledged and said that you grew up with a sister and you had no yeah. experience with boys. So exactly. it could be what you grew up with as what's mm-hmm. kind of like what you know. Mm-hmm. There could also be that whole idea of if you have if you have older kids and you have mm-hmm. them of one gender. gender. Yeah. And then you have all these clothes and all these hand me downs ready to go. And then all of a sudden yep. you have to buy you get one of the other and then you're like, oh I have to get all these new things because not everything carries over. So that could be a stress of it too. Or yeah. even you might have a background of, you know, there could be something in your background where not positive, but it could be trauma or it could be assault or, or whatever could be leading you to avoid one type. Well, and some, some, for some people it's cultural too, right? Yeah, that's true. The cultural stress. Right? Yeah. That's, cultural that's it too. Yeah. 
uh, in most cultures, it's having a boy, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, for some people, that would definitely cause a lot of stress. The other, the funny thing is, so when I was pregnant with Caroline, I would take the boys for a walk, and it amazed me at how many people who'd say, "Well, I hope that one's a girl." Mm-hmm. I was, and I wanted to like cry because I'm like, number one, I'm like, I felt it was insulting to my two perfect, well, perfect in my eyes, little boys that I am walking with. I didn't want them to think there's something wrong with being a boy, right? Um, because I needed because they wouldn't understand why they were saying, I hope you're having a girl. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like, I just, it really bothered me when it happened frequently that people would be like, Oh, I hope it's a girl. Or is this one a girl? Or I, were you trying for a girl? And I was like, no, like, I'm like, cause I'd be like, well, we don't know what it is. Cause we're happy. We're happy with another boy. Yeah. Well, I had that too. Even when I was pregnant with, with Finn, who is my second, like I had it where, and we didn't find out the gender for either of them because we like, yeah, surprise, yeah. right. And people are yeah. like, Oh, so Freya is our first. And obviously like people are like, Oh, I hope it's a boy for you. Or do you want a boy? And I'm like, no, you know, at this rate, like, I know that sounds cheesy, but we just want to help help like a healthy baby and a happy baby. Like that's, yeah, that's the goal. Exactly. One thing too, that I know, like you had mentioned about, kind of overcoming in past conversations that we've had about this is that like you you said like that you were getting ready to meet you're putting all these assumptions on a baby that or babies for in your case mm-hmm. that you had never yeah. met and mm-hmm. you know you need to wait until that till you meet them to actually see who they are mm-hmm. um, because it's all in our mind and our these preconceived notions of what life will be and it's great to have expectations and hopes for our kids but we also need to let them be who they are and mm-hmm. we almost need to like release what our goal is and what our hopes are and expectations, even if they're stereotypes and give that up so that we can meet and let them be who they are once we meet them and they arrive. Cause I remember like you saying like, Oh, you know, I had all this mindset of thinking of it's a girl. I only know how to deal with girls cause that's what I grew up with. And then you're like, Oh, well just because that's what I know doesn't mean that that's what I have to have. No, and so the benefit to having boys now is I get to do all the stuff that I never did when I was little. And I, now I'm doing it as an adult, right? So I go and look for diggers and dump trucks. And when we're driving in the car, I'm always like, oh, look out your window. The things that I was not interested in at all. I was a very girly girl. I wanted a frilly dress is what I wanted. Frilly dress and a Barbie doll. So for me, I think it's really neat to experience all these boy, quote unquote, stereotypical boy things that boys naturally gravitate towards because it actually shocked me that I have my old Barbies and we have some dolls and stuff in the house. They're not interested at all in them. And it's not because we've been we've decided they're only going to play with these toys. It's just what they naturally tend to gravitate towards. Mm -hmm. And even um, we were at a friend's house who has two girls and they're going through the, the Duplo blocks to find they had some uh, construction Duplo and that's what they wanted to play with. They they found a digger bucket and they wanted to play with that. Right. So like totally not forced by us, 
but it's just who they are. And that's just the, it's the benefit of having the opposite sex is you get to do, do things that they tend to be interested in. Yeah. So, so Keith, my husband grew up with a brother. So now that he has a little girl, once we had her, I said, Oh, I said, the nice part about you having a daughter is that now you get to do all the things you didn't get to do because that's what I love most about having uh, the boys. So it's always looking at the positive side, right? Instead of dwelling on all the negative. So I think you really need to flip that switch in your head and be like, okay, I'm going to make a list of all the positive things about having a baby of the sex, right? And I'm going to really focus on that, you know, and I'm going to focus on prepping for that baby because that's, that's kind of the best way. At least that was what really helped me get out of that uh, disappointment. I think, I think like it's not being silent about it. There are so many things that like eat us up inside. And this is like pregnancy related mom life, even non mom life. I think it's so important that we need to make sure that we let out and talk to someone because if we keep it inside, it eats away at us. And by acknowledging our emotions, it will help us overcome at least a little bit, give us that little bit of momentum to get past a little bit and help us on our journey to like kind of move past what we're struggling with. That's what it's all about. It's life is a journey and there's going to be struggles along the way and it's, it's overcoming the struggles. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why we decided to do so like as embarrassed as I am that I had these feelings. There are other women out there feeling the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Um, other people wondering if they're going to get through this funk, which they will, and they won't feel disappointed anymore. Uh, we just decided to do this just to raise awareness. And it's funny because it's something that I had already decided that I wasn't going to tell the boys that I ever felt this way. Yeah. And I guess by putting this public, maybe at some point they'll find out that I felt this way, but I'm hoping that they'll feel loved enough by me since they've been born that they will know that it was just a thought that I had way before they, their arrival on this earth. Yeah. And you know, like our hormones, they, Playing a part too. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 well, that's, another, that's another topic, though. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. it really is. Like, let's just add it to our list of things to talk about. Yeah, yeah, no, like, you know, it's hard to say something or talk about something that you are not that you're embarrassed about, and like you flat out said that you're embarrassed that you went through this, mm-hmm. and I can understand why because I feel like as soon as somebody said you say like. I was disappointed that I found out I was having whatever. Like you can just kind of see the judgment flash in people's eyes, I think. Mm -hmm. So thank you for sharing. Well, thank you for listening. And I hope that if anyone else is uh, listening to this and uh, going through gender disappointment, that find a friend to talk to, find if you have a therapist, go see your therapist and then Mm -hmm. just kind of make a list of the positives about having a baby of that sex that you're having and you know go out buy something for the baby you know start to prep a nursery just try to get yourself excited again because everything will turn out okay thank you for listening to this episode of that pregnancy podcast if you have any questions comments or ideas for an upcoming show we would love to hear from you you can connect with us on facebook and instagram at best life moms club until next time